This is Get a Real Job, the podcast devoted to people who choose risk over safe bets, who pursue their passion against all odds and are doing what they want, how they want, despite people and sometimes the voices in their own heads telling them they're nuts. When the field that I wanted to work in didn't exist, I created it. The only thing you have to decide is how hard you want to work. I really never went into the design of the restaurant of not succeeding. One way or another, I was going to succeed. I'm your host, Dan Bova, editorial director of entrepreneur.com. Thanks for listening. And now, get a real job. Today's guest has brought me more pure joy than the birth of my own children. I'm sorry, kids. That's just how it is. He is the David half of the legendary Mr. Show with Bob and David. He played the delightfully bizarre Tobias on Arrested Development. He's done a ton of other stuff. And now he has a new stand-up special, David Cross, I'm From the Future, which you can check out on officialdavidcross.com. I'm truly thrilled to be talking to this man. David Cross, how are you? Dan, I'm good. Thank you for having me on. I'm, uh, that was a very nice introduction. It's, I feel a, a bit of a weight on my shoulders now, <laughs> but, um, some responsibility. But uh, I want to know, I'm looking at your background, and I want to know if you're going to bust out that ovation uh, and give us a little... Uh, yeah, we'll see. No, we'll see. We'll see how things go. Maybe we'll do a uh... little Livingston Taylor, <laughs> yeah, little yeah, uh, sure. Jackson Brown, <laughs> yeah, singer songwriter, <laughs> Ani DeFranco coming up. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Well, to, since you've been talking about my background so rudely, I'll talk about yours. You've got oh, Mr. Show, <laughs> Mr. Show posters, which is awesome. And I got a uh, your t shirt is. Mwah. Oh, Fourth annual Catalina wine mixer. Uh, mm-hmm. Just just amazing stuff. David, you're the funniest man on earth. Make us laugh. Oh, that's a, oh, that's, that's a nightmare scenario. <laughs> yeah. Nobody ever wants to hear that. Yeah. Well, you do get that occasionally. Somebody, uh, not often, but occasionally you get that. Um, I thought you're, you know, you're just having a regular conversation with somebody and they're like, I thought you were supposed to be funny. You know, <laughs> like I... Okay, we're just trying to discuss how to fix my phone. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, that that's incredible. Um, well, so sort of a segue into so this special, which I watched and is just amazing. Please go to officialdavidcross.com to check it out. So I'm not going to give anything away, and I'm certainly not going to try to tell you your own jokes, but your special begins in a way that most comedy specials do not. Yeah, that was that is a uh, that's probably my favorite opening bit I've ever done. And and it's really fun to perform because and again, I don't want to give anything away, but, uh, you know, the audience every time I did that, you know, the audience is like, where is he going with this? (laughs) What is happening? Why? Why are you talking about this? (laughs) And uh, I was going to say, and I was right there with them where you first like you laugh, you get this a nervous little laugh. And then you're like, oh, my God, he's he's keeps going and <laughs> yeah. it gets like intensely quiet. And I wondered, uh, well, you said it's your favorite thing. I mean, it's pretty unique. Uh, did you have any hesitation to say, like, am I going to be able to get people to laugh after telling this? Or did you have confidence that you would you would land that that payoff? 
I, you know, I didn't really know the first time I did. I, I knew I, I was looking for a way <clears throat> into that idea. And again, I don't, it's, it's weird to be so, uh, you know, vague for the, for the people listening, um, uh, at home or in your car or where have you, what have you. Um, but, uh, it, I, you know, I just, the, the only thing you could do is go try it and right. see how it works. And, uh, and I pretty much got the same reaction each time. And occasionally there was a little nervous laughter at one point, one specific point, but, um, and then a big kind of yes. exhalation laugh yes. and applause yes. kind of thing. <laughs> That that the payoff, and we'll stop talking about something that you people have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. But it's uh, it it pays off. So 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 hang with it. Um, so you know this special. Uh, I'm just wondering. So you've done a lot of great things over the years. You seem to have done pretty well for yourself. So what makes you want to do something like this? I'm assuming it isn't easy to put together an hour long performance, like what's driving you at this point? Well, it's, I, I wouldn't say it, it's certainly, it's not easy, but it's really enjoyable. And it's a, um, you know, even the process of putting it together from scratch is fun for me because I, the way I've, I did this one and, uh, and I was, this was supposed to be a tour. I was supposed to be on tour, but um, that was going to start in November of last year, but then COVID uh, canceled it. And, uh, <clears throat> which is where this special came from really. But, uh, my, because I'm not a good, uh, I'm not disciplined, nor do I have the skills or the temperament to sit down and write out, uh, bits and, and, um, and, and lines. And, uh, they tend to occur to me. Uh, and then I workshop everything on stage um, and I, and that's how I've gotten the last, uh, three tours together <clears throat> or three specials, what resulted in the special. Um, and that, that's really fun. Like it's, uh, it's, it's hard at first, uh, that I, I would do these shows, uh, uh, in and around Brooklyn, um, for several months, I do like two or maybe sometimes three a week, um, and they're just called shooting the shit, seeing what sticks. And, uh, and I go with notes and I tape everything and I have these ideas. Some are just, I mean, a barely an idea. Um, <laughs> and then some things are more kind of, uh, fleshed out. And then some, some are things I'm working on that I kind of have in my back pocket that just didn't make the special. Like I did, I, when I taped those shows, I taped, uh, I probably did an hour and 15, 20 minutes and, uh, and, you know, cut 15, 20 minutes out of it. So I have other bits that are ready to go. So when I do those shows, I have definitely, I have stuff that, uh, I've worked on, but you know, I'll have guests on a come out, talk for 10 minutes, whatever, and then have some guests and then come out and do 30 minutes, have some more guests come out and do another 30 minutes. But, uh, and then as the, as I, uh, accrue more material that's that's more refined i have less guests uh and then till ultimately it's just me doing the set oh, you know wow. maybe two and a half months later oh that's um, awesome that's cool and it's fun it's a really fun yeah it it's a cool. it's an enjoyable process and at all the places i tend to work at are a bike right away i ride my bike to 
all of them. So it's, you know, I get my stuff together. All right, honey, I'll be back at 10. And I get on my bike and I go and I have fun for an hour. And it's, it's very, you know, it's a very therapeutic and fun thing to do. That that's great. And do you, um, we live in a world where there are a lot of, uh, video cameras going off every five seconds. Do you ever, are you on stage? Are you like ever worried? Like, especially as you describe, you're, you're sort of feeling your way through some material. Some of your material can be, uh, a little dark, uh, have an edge Mm -hmm. to it sometimes. Do you ever worry that like, uh, a not a fully formed thing is going to get out in the universe and they're going to go, oh, David Cross said this. I, yes and no. I mean, I, I, it's, it's something that you have to be uh, mindful of. And, uh, uh, but, you know, nobody, uh, sometimes on tour, you have to be uh, extra careful and you have, you uh, hire people just to go, up and down the aisles and make sure the people aren't uh, taping or filming. And, right. and, you know, you have signage and you have uh, announcements and I've never uh, had a problem. I, I have really great fans too, and they're all respectful and they're cool. And, and, and now in 2022, people kind of get it. I mean, maybe four or five years ago, six yeah. years ago, it was, um, you know, uh, a little bit bigger deal and people are like, what, come on, I want to take a photo or whatever. And, right, uh, right, right. um, and now they have those, uh, I I've never used them, but those, um, they're called yonder pouches and they, right, uh, yeah. you know, you lock your cell phone in them and then they give it back to you later or, um, it, it disables the, your ability to use it or something like that. Um, but I mean, I haven't had a, an issue and, and again, my, my, fans everybody's been very respectful of it and they get it they they understand what the deal is well it's interesting you say that because there's a sign behind you that says fuck my fans so i'm just like (laughs) two things are lining up but (laughs) it's a reminder it's a thing i put it at the top of a i kiss my fingers and (laughs) tap it as you're walking through the town that's great um well i mentioned my uh children at the top there uh so i've i've teenagers and i have to say uh a really fun thing is them kind of discovering Mr. Show on their own and them like forwarding me a link, like, have you ever seen this? Whatever, which is, which (laughs) is great, but it also speaks to, and I wondered if you guys were purposeful about this. It's, it's timeless. You know, you guys weren't like super topical about like, Oh no, that was, that was absolutely an edict we had. I think in, I think in the four seasons, I think we mentioned, maybe four real people, you know? Right. Uh, and most of them are in one sketch. Uh, but yeah, that was, uh, that was intentional. That, that's great. Well, well, it worked. So good job. Um, so do you, when you, you mentioned your writing process, uh, so on, on something scripted like that, you know, so you're not the kind of guy who's sitting down at the keyboard, you know, tapping out your ideas or how does, how does that work? Uh, just, just interested in your process. Um, well, they're both different for a standup and, and sketch. They're very different. Um, uh, I mean, a sketch is all scripted. Uh, I mean, you can obviously when you put it up or read it, you can riff lines and ideas, but you know, that's, um, a sketch has a beginning, middle and an end. And, you know, a 
comedy stand-up bit can can take many different forms as you try to figure it out. What what is the point of view? Am I am I talking about this idea as me, David Cross, or am I doing a character presenting this idea, or is it a character within the story, or is it uh, am I angry about it, or am I uh, you know should I be ambivalent, or should I be uh, childish about, you know, like right, there's, right. there's different ways to approach it. And, and like that opening bit was an idea I wanted to, uh, that we were referencing before the idea, which I get to at the very end is something I was trying to figure out a way to talk about. And I kind of stumbled into, Oh, here's how I'll do yeah. this. I'll do it this way. Right. And cause the other ways were just a little, uh, a little strident, you know, and, uh, and less interesting or funny. And and then I finally figured out like, Oh, I I'll do it this way. So, so stand up will take, uh, and then sometimes it's just a stupid line. Like I have plenty of dumb kind of almost like dad jokes, or like, you know, I have plenty of those dumb jokes and that's just the uh, changing a word here or there. But, um, uh, but with the sketch, yeah, that's sitting down, getting the idea and, um, I rarely, I mean, I rarely write sketches by myself anymore. I mean, almost everything I do sketch wise is with, uh, Bob or, uh, some other folks. Um, and so, you know, you're, there's back and forth and, and Bob is exceptionally good at cutting away the extraneous part. Uh, uh, uh and my, my ideas tend to be kind of bigger than they need to be and have too much stuff in them. And he can just sort of oh, point cool. to this idea and go, that's the, there's your sketch idea right here. You right. Know? Right. Right. Um, and do you, um, do you, uh, when you, when you're putting together your stand up, uh, do you like, you know, is Bob or are there other people in your life who you'll like bounce these things off of before you go on stage or is it more you're discovering it on stage? Uh, I'm discovering it on stage, but um, uh, my wife's also very good at, because uh, uh, she'll start, you know, she'll be like, you know, when can I go see you? When can, when I, when can I see the set? I'm like, ah, not, not yet, not yet. Um, still working on it. But when I get to kind of, let's say there are three phases to developing the material. When I get to the first part of phase one, then I'll, you know, have her come to a show and then she'll, uh, um, she gives really good uh, input and, and, you know, fresh ears on something. I think, you know, what you were starting to talk about with uh, being, you know, not coming off too stride. And I, you know, one of the things I love about this special too is, you know, we live in a very, aggravating time to, to put it mildly. Uh, and you, uh, you certainly, you have your point of view, but you're funny about that point of view. You're not just like lecturing at people and screaming at people. You're, you're, you're making us laugh, uh, while educating hopefully people. So I, I think that's a, an incredible thing that you're able to do without coming off as like the nanny scolding people. Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the tricky part. And that's the, the thin line you have to, to walk. And sometimes I'm not successful. Sometimes it's a little, you know, can come off that way. And, uh, but that's the thing I'm aiming for is to, I do have a point of view and I, I am often angry about something and, uh, it, but it's to be funny and, 
thoughtful at the same time. Yeah. Um, and again, I'm not going to tell your jokes, but I was thought it was hilarious when you're talking to the kids about what they're going to be upset about in the future, hence the title. Yeah. Show. And you sort of spiral into this debate with this girl about, you know, your Grammy nominations and things. Like <laughs> yeah. <that. laughs> which is, which is this fictional right. girl who doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah imaginary. <laughs> Great. Yeah. That, was, um, that was, a, that was actually a, a good example of something that was uh, just an idea that I riffed on state where I just did like one exchange. And then as I continued to do shows, the, exchange kept going on and on and I made it longer and longer and it was fun. Um, so another difference obviously between you standing alone on stage or you being in, in a, in a movie or on a sketch TV show is other people. Um, and I wonder if you could talk a little bit about, you know, the collaboration process and, uh, you know, one of my favorite, Mr. Show sketches uh, is the Titanica uh, mm -hmm. sketch. Yeah. And I'm thinking, you know, the premise was so hilarious. And I don't think that you designed your own shriveled body to be, <laughs> you know, revealed when they pulled the sheet off. So it's like someone had to make that thing and it had to be the right thing. So like, yeah, how does that all work? Um. Well, th that was a Brian Posehn sketch, I'm pretty sure. And, uh, um, you know, it, it initially, uh, everybody would bring in sketches and then everybody would, uh, we had input on all of it, but, um, uh, and that was, it was the idea was, I believe in the first, uh, or at least early incarnation of that script idea. And then when we were putting it together, it, it was, we quickly realized, oh, we have to make this a reveal. And I'll tell you, when we were shooting it, it was, there were only a handful of uh, live sketches that we had to be very careful about giving something away. And that was one of them. Right. And, you know, we taped the show a couple times uh, and, you know, we did a, a dress rehearsal and then we taped two, uh, uh, two shows. And each time we did that reveal, it was the probably the biggest sustained laugh we ever got on that show. And it was uh, we had to be very, very careful because I had to get in. <laughs> Jay Johnston is underneath that bed. My my uh, he's operating. He's operating the feet and he's sort of uh, uh, in like a fetal position underneath this in this hospital bed. And I'm. I'm sort of sitting, lying on a couple of uh, uh, apple boxes, which are those wooden things that you that cameramen will stand on or actors or people. They're wooden boxes. And uh, so I'm sort of sitting, leaning against that thing, all covered up and operating the hands. And, uh, and it was really tricky. We had to get in there. We had to shield everything. Nobody could see it. <laughs> and then sort of move the set away and then start the scene <laughs> and then it was a, a huge, yeah, that was a huge response. How, how in the name of God did you guys keep a straight face through that? Or is that a skill of yours? Are you, uh, I'm not good at it. Uh, uh, Bob was better at that than I, than I was. Um, and Tom Kenny was the best. He never broke. Uh, but 
it was that one was kind of easy for me because I couldn't see anything. Right. <laughs> I had to I had to really concentrate not just on my lines and all that, yeah. <laughs> but uh, operating the hands. Right. And there's another, you know, Jay is a big guy and he's right at my feet. My feet are all curled up. So I was it was easy in that one because I had a lot to concentrate yeah, on. I yeah. couldn't see anything. I couldn't move my head. And I was just like. <laughs> More coming up from our guests. But first, a word from our sponsor. Build a team that will build your business. With Upwork, you can find top developers, designers, project managers, and more who can start today so your business can succeed tomorrow. Hire at home or in 180 countries around the world to find the right talent for whatever your business needs. Upwork, the world's work marketplace. Learn more at www.upwork.com. And we're back. This is probably a really dumb question. And so you could just tell me if it is. But uh, when when you're doing an hour long, or as you said, it was like a really an hour and a half long thing, do you have cue cards or like, how do you remember everything? Is it just uh, in your head? That's not a dumb question at all. Uh, I, I, I always have, you'll see in, in all my specials, there's a uh, wooden table that I put drinks on and it's roughly about, I don't know, it comes up to about, you know, three and a half feet high. And that has uh, a piece of paper with, you know, that I've printed out with uh, pretty much, you know, bullet points. So it'll have one yeah. word or two words that are just, um, and that's just about sequencing. So I don't, uh, I don't go out of sequence, which is something that's a, a real critical part of developing those specials. And um you know, once I get all the material together, the last uh, four or five shows are really just about, I know the material works. It's like, is this better here? Or is this better here? Or this, should I start with this? Or should this be in the front part or the back part? And right, right. What's, what's the better closer? And, um, and I also always, when I'm, when I'm doing shows and if I'm touring and I'm doing, you know, 80 shows, hundred shows, whatever, uh, I riff a lot and I will, uh, lose my place and forget where I was. And, you know, there's only so many times you can ask the audience, uh, what was I saying? What was I talking about? <laughs> what was the bit I was doing? You know? And, uh, so I have that, I have that there to look at, to go, um, oh yeah, I did the shoes things. And after the shoes, uh, talking about the shoes comes talking yeah. about, uh, euthanasia. <laughs> well, yeah, and speaking of shoes, your show ends on a on a, a just a real upper uh, with, uh, with. I love that bit. I I'm so proud of that one because of the writing of it. I'm not a good joke writer. I'm a good joke presenter. I've got good ideas. I got funny jokes, but I that one has uh, like five different punchlines to it. Yeah, and, yeah. and I don't do that quite often. It's like a, it's a, it's almost like a trick, you know, it's like, it could, it could stop anywhere and be its, its own yeah, little yeah. piece, but I keep going. And then like, I can't, again, we're talking about stuff people haven't seen. So, well, it's, I, I, it's just, uh, I, I feel like it's a, it's a signature of you and your ability to like a signature of you. That would be <laughs> good on the guitar. guitar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, just how you're able to keep us like 
you truly have no idea what the next sentence that's going to come out of your mouth is. And it's sometimes it's like slightly terrifying that we're like, what is he? Well, that's good. I mean, I'm striving for that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah good. It's, it's, it's amazing. Um, what about just talking about collaborative? So, so performing and, you know, this sort of to bring in people who might be doing all kinds of stuff. You're working with other people. You don't always, always completely click with the people that you're working with. Sometimes you don't like them at all. Um, I wonder uh, if you can name names of the biggest jerks in Hollywood, but then also uh, more specifically though, when you're doing like comedy, like how do you kind of balance that maybe with someone you're not jiving with, but you've got to make something funny together? Well, I've never had that experience writing. I've, I've uh, been lucky enough to write with great writers uh, on pretty much every project. So whether it was, Bob Odenkirk, his brother Bill, uh, Paula Tompkins, Jay Johnson, Brian Bob, Hussain. What has Bob done since then? He hasn't really, he kind of- He did a, uh, a nicotine gum commercial. And that's <laughs> it. And it played, I think it was only, it was like uh, South Korean or something like that. And it's <laughs> it's hard it's hard to find his work anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sorry, go ahead. No, but all, you know, whether it was that or Todd Margaret or other uh, things that I've worked with, like, John Benjamin and and just various people that are really, uh, you know, good writers, fun to write with. Uh, I've never had an issue where I didn't like somebody I was writing with. Acting has been, uh, there have been a, a handful of people that uh, I I would I wouldn't say there was there was there was nobody I had scenes with where I really didn't get along with them, but there were definitely acting partners that didn't like, we're not on the same page and we don't, we have different processes and yeah. I might be, you know, a, a looser approach, less serious, I guess, or, um, uh, you don't insist people call you by your character name. <laughs> no, um... no. Uh, but I mean, really, even those are just a handful. And then sometimes, you know, I'm the asshole. Sometimes I'm I'm being uh, uh, too cavalier. Or I mean, there's there, it goes both ways. It's not. Um, uh, but I, I yeah, I've had I haven't had any real right okay like that. And uh, and also, I've been very lucky with almost every director I've had. I've clicked with, and you know really gotten along with and hopefully, you know, contributed things that they didn't hadn't thought of before to, right. to the role. So can you talk a little bit about, so the, this, this special is on you, people can find it at official David cross.com. So, um, was that a, a decision early on that I'm, I'm going to do this thing, I'm going to put it up uh, versus, you know, being on HBO or Netflix or one of those kinds of things? What, what kind of informed that? Well, it all was part and parcel of uh, how the whole thing came together, which, as I said earlier, I was planning a tour. I had dates. I was selling tickets. And, uh, and the way this tour, because I have a daughter now, and she was she was on our last tour uh, when she was much younger and we had a crib, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? Um, um, secured into the back of the 
tour bus. And so she was with, and my wife was touring along with me, but she had a book that had come out and, um, and it was all great. And then this one, she's in school now, so I can't do that anymore. So, uh, and I didn't want to be away from her for more than, uh, two weeks in a row. So, and, and when I go out in the last couple of tours, I mean, I was out for six months and I was, mm. you know, uh, America and Canada and Europe. And, uh, and so this one I was, uh, I was like, well, we'll just spread it out and, uh, I'll, I'll do like two and a half weeks on week, week or so off and then two and a half weeks on. And then, so we were kind of going region by region and then, you know, COVID got, really bad again <laughs> delta was you know making its appearance and um and i made the very difficult but right choice to cancel the tour and uh and in the interim this other project had come up that i i knew there was a very good chance that i'd be working on in the spring and and then i thought I've got all this material that by the time I do go back out on tour and who knows if that'll be a year from now or a year and a half, who knows where we'll be uh, a bunch of this material. I'm just not going to do, I'm not going to want to do it. It won't be, it won't feel relevant or fresh. And, uh, um, and then I, so I was like, okay, I still had some, shows that were, were, uh, planned to get ready for going out a tour. I was like, okay, I'll go tape those shows. And there were the uh, three nights at the bell house and, uh, uh, or three shows over two nights at the bell house and, um, uh, in Brooklyn. And, uh, and so I really scrambled to put this together and I met pe people I've never met before and we put it together in weeks. I mean, we mm -hmm. got camera, crew and producers and audio and, and, a you know, backdrop and, and, uh, and I got an editor who was like a friend of a friend recommendation and who was doing it out of his apartment in uh, um, at Bushwick. And, and so it really came together in a much different way than I've ever done any of these other things. And, yeah. and, uh, and also uh, November is a terrible time to try to sell uh, stand-up show because everyone's right got their fucking lineup already i was a bit late and um and then very quickly we were just like well let's put it on the website we'll do what like louis ck does that and a number of people just go direct to the fans direct we'll we'll just try it so the whole thing was put together in literally a matter of weeks and uh and you know, I'm glad I got a, uh, I have a record of it and it's out there and, uh, and I'm, and I'm happy with the material. The, my biggest disappointment is not being able to do that particular set in some more challenging places. Like when you go to Texas, you right. go to right. North Carolina, Georgia, Alabama, yeah. like doing that set. And I, you know, I have kind of controversial stuff and, and throughout my career and things that, uh, rub people the wrong way is a one way we'll put it. And, uh, <laughs> so not getting to do that. I mean, it's one thing to do it in Brooklyn with a bunch yeah. of, you know, uh, my fans from, you know, Brooklyn folks. Uh, but it's another thing to do it in, you know, rural Wisconsin. And, uh, 
I miss that I didn't get that opportunity and to find out how the set would have evolved. Cause you know, if I'd done like 80 shows, right. I usually don't tape until halfway through um, the tour. And then at the end I uh, record audio and that audio is different than the, the taped special and the tape special is different from the set when I first right. went out. Cause it's always evolving. And uh it would have been interesting to see where that stuff would have. That that's amazing. So gone. you actively like would welcome a, a slightly hostile or maybe very hostile audience coming coming back at you. Like uh, that's, that's well, I you know I don't I don't desire it, but it I mean, look, I've been doing this a long, 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 long time, and that's just sort of yeah. who I am and what happens, and that's part of the that's part of the show. You know? That's great. Well, so speaking of that, I, I'm wondering, um, you know, the David Cross story, like, was the David Cross experience? Yeah, you can yeah. see it at uh, Madame Tussauds. <laughs> Did you? Was there ever a backup plan, or is it just like this is what I'm going to do? Uh, you know, was there a fallback idea that if the whole comedy funny stuff didn't work out for you? Uh, yeah, uh, I was going to be a, uh, um, uh, do graphic design for NASA. <laughs> really? No, um, no, there was no, there was no backup. There was no. It's very specific. Uh, for I know. I was, uh, my, <laughs> my wheels were scrambling. It wasn't that funny either. Could have come up with a uh, hundred different funnier things, but, uh, no, I, uh, it was always going to be this. And, uh, and even before I got, uh, into the TV world, I was still doing, um, tons of stand up, and certainly enough to, um, support. I didn't live well, but I was able to not necessarily have a day job and just do clubs. And it was all cash under the table and, bags of coke and uh you know and i go play softball with my friends who are in bands or uh right. other comics and you know and then went out partying all night and seeing bands and and it was uh it was a great time so. yeah that's, that sounds pretty awesome especially now oh my god just getting out of my yeah, the idea of it fantastic um so, uh, well, uh, you've, you've given me a, a lot of time here and I, I really appreciate it. Um, oh, my pleasure, man. Happy to do it. Um, so what is your kind of, um, well, first I must say, I'm glad that NASA didn't take you as a graphic designer because your talents are much better suited elsewhere. But for people, I mean, particularly now, just who want to, you know, inspired by you or inspired by your peers just starting out, like, you know, what would you say to someone just starting out now? Well, it's the same thing I would say to anybody, uh, regardless of whether it was, you know, uh, COVID aside, whether it was 2022 or, uh, you know, 1992, but the idea is, is you just have to get up there. I, I mean, it took me a long, long time to kind of find my voice and get comfortable and, and not try too hard and, uh, and be okay with bombing and, uh, um, not to get too down about it and to, and just to keep, keep, 
getting up there and, and you will find uh, a lot of really cool, you know, uh, potential creative partners as well as just uh, friends for life in, in that world. And, uh, and it, it's a comedy is very supportive community. There's, there's very little kind of like uh backstabbing or any of that shit. Uh, you know, it's a, it's, we're, we're all pretty supportive of each other and, and you'll meet people that will take you along with them and, and, you know, lift you up and you will in turn do the same for others. And uh, it's, it's a, it's a valuable experience. Wow. That's uh that sounds great. <laughs> I'm going to do it right now. That, uh, no, that's <laughs> Well, uh, you got the guitar. You're halfway I, there. I know. I know. It's got a broken string. Otherwise, I would. Uh, oh well, that's not that. That's song. impossible to replace. All right, you might as well <laughs> trash it. I'm screwed. You're done. <laughs> well, uh, David Cross, uh, really, really awesome talking to you and to everyone. Uh, if you've been a fan of the amazing stuff he's done over the years this new special will not disappoint. So please check it out. And uh, thanks for talking to me, man. Uh, really. And thanks for, thanks for the laughs, Dave. Thanks for the uh, laughs. Th- th- thanks for the questions, Dan. Thanks <laughs> for the accolades. <laughs> you got it. All right. Have a great day, man. Great All talk. Right. You too. Thank you. Thank you very right. much. That's our episode, folks. Hope you enjoyed it. Get a Real Job comes out every Tuesday. So be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you harvest your favorite podcasts. Leave us a review. Give us a share. Don't make me beg people. Go to entrepreneur.com for new episodes of this and to listen to our other great podcasts. Thanks. Thanks.